Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zare Jr. I don't have any intro music today because my computer and my mixing board, they're just not working right together. You know, I kind of got to get my own computer and setup and whatever. I got to set up my own studio in the basement. Right now I'm doing this in my living room before the kids get home from school. So this isn't going to be a very long one. Um, Shane is not with me today. I'm recording this even without his knowledge. Um, this is just a quick explanation of why I haven't been recording lately and, um, why, and just a couple of quick RC topics, nothing big, nothing, whatever. But first, before we get into all that, we are brought to you by A&P Productions laser engraving division christmas it's coming up and like pretty quick i mean i'm done shopping and whatever but if you still need to get somebody a gift you know you can't you can't beat a customized let's say wine tumbler for that relative who likes to drink way too much at family functions and wreck the whole thing Get him a specially engraved wine tumbler from him. He also has Yeti mugs, dog tags, credit card knives. He can also customize your aluminum chassis. Um, James Galipsy has my Truggy now, but he put a Ran Out of Talent logo on my chassis and on the weight for my chassis. It was pretty simple for him to do. Um, get a hold of them, A&P Productions, forward slash laser engraving division on Facebook, or give them a call at 612-309-6023. All right, let's get into the show. I even post on Facebook that I was recording today because I just don't want, I kind of want to go into this pure I had a whole rant set up. I had a whole thing in my head. I was going through it all day at work. I decided to abandon a bunch of it. So basically, a lot of you know, the last round of the Nitro series, it it had a little bit of controversy to it because there was a racer that was not allowed to attend. And that racer happened to be friends of Sean Van Dalen, Sean sent the committee members messages warning us we'll get sued and whatnot. You you can't sue somebody to because they won't allow you to play with them. Basically, you can't. There's no lawsuit there. And then at the final round, Sean just made things not fun for any of the committee members. We're all on edge. We're all. It just wasn't a good time. And for a few weeks after that, I was really down. Because I had, I had such a fun year this year. You know, going from Truggy for a quarter of the year. And then starting the year with E-Buggy. Then convert, converting into Nitro Buggy. And finding what I truly do like. I do like Nitro Buggy more than anything any other classes ran in the mnrc but anyways that just put a huge damper 
on the end of the year. And, you know, whatever. Finally, starting to get in a good mood about racing again. All that other stuff. Getting my on-road stuff ready to go. Um, I, I take a consensus out of the fast guys of what they're running. You know, I've I'm, I'm known most of them for a long time. Thinking that they'd tell me the truth. And I'm sitting there thinking about this. Cause I, I'm not... I, I don't have a ton of money to put towards racing anymore. Um, that's why I picked up a couple sponsorships for this year. And we'll get into that in a minute or two here. But the deal is, was... I was told one thing while they were running another. All of them. I was told TSR by a bunch of people running 12 scale. When every single one of them, except for maybe one, had a Trinity motor in. The only person who was really truthful with me, and he's always truthful, was Kevin Van Ert. Kevin was very brutally honest and he's very brash but he won't lie to you because at the end of the day he's gonna beat you anyways he wants you to put up a little bit of a fight i think and that's why i think he tells you the truth on all this stuff uh kevin van Ert was the only one that told me to do a trinity motor but i'm like well consensus says team scream so i'll go with the team scream well, it ends up that the team scream falls off just way, way too hard towards the end of the run. It's got a six-tenths fade in it. It starts out really strong. It start, it's a great motor in the beginning game of a race, but it just falls off way too hard. That's my dog clicking his nails in the background if you can't hear him. Frickin' Claude. But it, anyways... So that also bummed me out a ton. It's like the, these people that I thought were honest and I thought I was closer friends with them, they out and out lied to me. They, they straight up lied to me. And as most of you know, I've been going to jiu-jitsu three days a week. I was seriously ready to hang up racing and then pick up a couple more days at the gym with jiu-jitsu and kickboxing and whatever. It, it it's the the fighting gym, it's such a better environment. People are honest, they're helpful, they're wanting they they want to bring you up with them. It, it's a great environment and it's where I want to be, but then I, I had an ad ready to go, ready to sell all my stuff. Gone, done, whatever. And then I'm like, yeah, I can't. And then I was going to give all my stuff away to just some kid, let's say at MMR or 510 or whatever. Really loves racing, but... All he can afford is a piece of shit slash. I mean, I feel bad for those kids. They have a true passion for it, and they're stuck with a $200 ride. I was going to give it all my stuff to some 
random kid, whatever. I just can't hang it up. I just can't quit. So I got myself into a better mindset. And now I really am. I picked up a couple of sponsors. I'm waiting to hear from Mugen still. I picked up Boom RC. You know, they did a fantastic job on the ran out of talent decals. So I had had to give... I had to apply because Mike Garrison does a fantastic job. And I also applied to Flashpoint. If And if you follow me on Facebook, you know I'm a bit of a brand horror for Flashpoint. So two companies that fit me very well. I'm still waiting to hear from Mugen. So anyways, what I really wanted to get into today was we as a whole whole group whole big group we need to cut the bullshit we really do for one nobody in the state is going to become pro nobody in the state is a pro we do take it seriously but at the end of the day this should be fun i need to calm my ass down too and you know what the head of the MNRC, Danny, he needs to calm down too. He's a friend of mine. And then there's a ton of people on that driver's stand that need to calm down. We need to calm down on Facebook. We need to stop jumping down each other's throats. It's not worth it. We're such a small community. You know, honestly, after the end of last year, this season for the MNRC... I don't see this being a positive environment to bring my kids. And that's kind of sad. Because that's what RC should be and is in other communities. It's a family thing. It should be a family thing. I, I, I'd love to bring my six-year-old son, which many of you have met, and my almost nine-year-old daughter, with, and again, many of you have met. We all need to do better. We, we all need to quit being so backhanded, so insulting, so rude to each other. And this includes me. Gotta stop. Because I don't know if it's my old age or whatever, but me personally, it's starting to really bring me down. I don't need to be brought down. I don't need to spend 6000 goddamn dollars a year in RC just to be brought down. That would be the biggest waste of money in history just about. And I think you all can agree with that. So anyways, I, that that's kind of the reason why I've been away from the podcast. Many of you know I have not been away from RC but I've been away from the podcast, this podcast in particular. I still do my weekly non-RC1 Savage Thoughts. Um, don't let your children listen to that. If you do, you're kind of a pile of garbage parent. Um, and a couple other little teeny tiny things bum me out. Like Daniel Cost, he's quitting racing. He's selling everything. He's donezo. That bums me out a little bit. And I, I was thinking about doing the, oh, let's get a group of people together to keep them in, whatever. But why? 
the dude wants to quit. You know, he doesn't want to do it anymore. So, you know, I wish Daniel Koss the best of luck. We're all going to miss him at the track. I only raced with him once this year because he stopped doing the MNRC and we raced in Pingree. And it was super fun having him there. He's a fun guy to talk to. But anyways, let's keep going on this. So, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite. (laughs) Um, I picked up some sponsorships because I had to alleviate some of these costs. It was getting a bit out of control. So I picked up a couple of small sponsors. I'm hoping to hear back from Mugen to get the new MBX-8. That is the goal. Um, Adam approved my Flashpoint resume, so I don't know why he wouldn't approve my Mugen one. But again, I have not heard back from Mugen yet, so don't know what's going to happen there. But I'd like to address that. And Steve Nelson, always giving me crap, which that's what Steve does. I used to hate Steve for it. Still kind of hate that guy, but I like Steve. I've always liked Steve. He's fun to have in the pits, whatever. He's fun to shoot the shit with, and he's fun to go back and forth with. But yeah, I, I had to do it. I had to pay that goddamn train. Sorry. I get distracted real easy. Um. Anyways, so I picked up a couple of sponsors and a couple of companies I truly, really believe in. That's why I pick them. That's why I... I, I sent to my resume to them because I really, truly believe in the companies. Um, I've only had a chassis sponsor once, and that was with Schumacher. Let's say that was a horrible experience because every time I ordered from there, my check, my, my, my bank stuff got stolen. Every single time I ordered from there. And then, you know, they said, oh, it's not us, it's not us. But it seemed to be. Every time I ordered from Schumacher, th- this was in 2010. If there was a problem, I'm sure they've got it fixed by now, believe me. But every time I ordered from there, it, my stuff got stolen. But that's no big deal. I have a decent bank. They believe me for the most part that is fraudulent. And no money actually got taken from me personally. But then Schumacher, they, they did two revolutionary things, but it was too early when I started with them. First off, they were the first co- tent scale company to have big bore shocks, but they were just a little too big. They're 13 millimeter. And then the buggy. I believe, if not the first, it was one of the first. I don't know if the 22 came out first or whatever, or the Cougar, but they were one of the first mid-motor cars, which if you drove one of the first mid-motor cars, you know it was awful on dirt, but the best thing ever on carpet in AstroTurf. And I hated it. Every, I hated half the time I sponsored by him, except for when it was time to drive that four-wheel drive buggy. 
That's one of, if not the best, four-wheel drive buggies I have ever driven in my life. It was so smooth and had so much traction and it rotated through the corners so fast. I loved that buggy. And, you know, whatever. It's kind of tough being sponsored by a company when you love one car and it's the absolute best car you ever have and you absolutely hate the other car. But I applied to Mugen. I, everybody knew they had a new car coming out. I applied the week after the last race of the MNRC. Um, I have talked to Adam Drake about it sensing, just says he has not gone through all the resumes yet, so I don't know if I'm rejected or if he's going to pick me up. But that MBX8 was exactly what I thought it would be before I saw anything. If I could have put money on it, I would have put my house down on it, I would have put my cars down on it, I would have put everything down on to what they did. And what they did was awesome. They basically took the MBX7R, and they put the HT diffs in, they put in the center universals, and they put in the CVDs or CVAs, whatever they want to call them, in all four corners. But in the one-piece wing mount that's closer, so you don't have to run the hot body stuff anymore. So basically, I am sure that the arms are a little, little different, but not really. And I'm sure the chassis is a little different, but not really. It's never really any different. Um, but it's basically an upgraded MBX7R, which I say fantastic. It's a great car that needed small improvements on, in which Mugen has made. Um, it's kind of funny. Where I sit and joke with Kevin throughout the day, Kevin Vanert, and he we BS back and forth who stole whose idea first. Because you know when the Associated Eight, uh, the newest the three came out, and. We're like, oh, Mugen stole it. And then the HT diffs came out. And the, for Mugen, the HT diffs came out. And the CVDs came back because that was on the original MBX7. Associated came out with the 3.1 and included all those in the kit. And now Mugen comes out with the MBX8 and now includes all of that in the kit. So earlier this week, Kevin was PMing me, oh, Mugen stole it from Associated. Yeah, maybe it did a little bit. Maybe they did a little bit. Maybe it's good that they bounce off each other like that. See, I got about another 10, 15 minutes before I hang this up. Um, so basically also, I wanted to talk to you all about, I've been running 12 scale. This year, speaking of Associated, I picked up the, well, it came out in July, so I don't know if you can call it new. I picked it up when it came out and just never built it until November. I picked up the associated 12R6. And I started a Facebook group called RC12R6 on Facebook because there was none. You'd think they would have one because they have one for the TC7 and all that stuff, but they don't. But um, if you don't have one and you want one 
or if you have one and if you're not part of the group on Facebook yet, I would suggest join because Aaron Bonner is really slinging some serious information on that stuff. Um, it's uh, he, it's unreal what he's coming up with. Um, he's coming up with um, uh, ways to where you can run the CRC battery o-ring instead of having to tape your battery in he's doing all kinds of good stuff on there so join the group on facebook if you can't find it pm me or pm the podcast page and i'll pm you the information so anyways my first thought on the car was more me but my first thought and shaking it out and getting rid of the new car blues but my thoughts on the car was, wow, what a piece of shit. It's not. Don't get me wrong. That's just my first thought. Um, basically, I had to shake the car out, get used to driving it again, all that. The two downsides of the car are the front lower arms. They break, and they take a little while to set up. Because what you got to do... Is the lower arm is a flat piece of woven graphite, and they do break. Um, not just me either. Other like uh, uh, Joe Joe Trandell, I believe his name is, has been having issues with them breaking too. Um, and what you do, you don't. First of all, a set of these lower arms retail for twenty bucks on eBay, so they're expensive. Second. So, to set up your lower pivot ball, you have to glue in this insert, and you've got to wait for that glue to set. And when you're at the track replacing this stuff, they're directional, so you can't set them up. Because what if you break two rights, but you have one set up for right and left? I mean, you gotta you got to wait to see which side you break to glue one of these inserts in. So, that's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Um, but I do like the adjustability of the front end. Everything's adjustable by pills. I like that a lot, like your track width and everything is basically adjustable by pills. I like that a lot. Or inserts for people who don't know the term pills. Um, second, the shock is garbage. Pure garbage i replaced it with the prime i had to put the associated shock back on because those of you who put together a prime shock know that the eclipse are a son of a bitch well i actually had one shatter on me and i tried replacing it with uh, a crc eclip and it was tight and it seemed like it worked but it kept on sliding down on me but the play in that shock is horrible. And I've been getting all kinds of, oh, if you shorten it up and put it in a shorter hole, and if you do this and you do that, glue the piston to the shock shaft or some garbage like that, that should tighten it up. No, that that's very unacceptable to me. So if you're buying one, buy a prime shock with it. Just take care of it. Because the side-to-side slop is literally the worst I've ever seen. 
maybe you really, I mean, you don't really notice it in the car except for when it's sitting there. You can sit, take it, and shake the crap out of that stock shock. And it's mostly, it looks like it's all about that plastic bottom insert that's supposed to tighten it up. So, replace replace the shock right away. Other than that, the car is fantastic. After I got it shaken out, broken in, and got my drive, because people who don't go back and forth, like my normal co-host Shane, he goes back and forth, so he knows the big difference between a scale nitro buggy and 12-scale stock. It's huge. But yeah, the car is great. Um, basically out of the box. I had to buy different springs. Um, I don't know what the hell Associated's doing with their new springs, but we put the old school springs back on. Also, um, look at uh, um, the Facebook group. Aaron's doing stuff with x-ray rear springs and CRC front springs and all that other stuff. But all in all, the car is very good. Once you get the crap shaken out of it, and once you get used to driving it, the car is excellent. I like, I really love the pivot ball setup. That pivot ball setup is awesome. And everybody's like, oh, it gets sloppy. The whole setup costs like $5. Throw it away, put a new one in. No big deal. You're spending 20 to $40 in tires every time you go out or for a race day depending on how serious you want to be. I pushed a little far last weekend. Um, so my fault, I made the B main. So I bump up from the B to the, I've been on the same set of tires all day. Start out with a new set. I'm at 40.7 millimeters in the rear, 40.3 millimeters in the front. I'm just running them, readjusting ride height after every run, just running them all day long. And then I bump up, and then I get to the A main. And something felt off, something felt weird. I think I pushed the tires a little too far. Um, my fastest lap was two tenths slower than in my B main. And my... Um, overall run time was a lap slower after eight minutes so um i could have just pushed the tires a little too far that's all but anyways you're spending that kind of money don't bitch about a five dollar part that slops out if you have to replace it every three or four race days shut your mouth replace it and you're good and it's super easy there's no setting it you, you just put the ball in the deal and you're good um, like with other old pivot balls, it was a setup situation to where, you know, you sit and you adjust the two nuts so it's tight but free and zero hitches. None of that bull crap. Just put it put it together and go. Um, but yeah, the car is very good. The car is very adjustable, but not to the point to where you're gonna adjust yourself into a bad situation. So I do recommend the 12R6 with a prime shock just don't even build that pile of garbage that comes with the car um yeah you know i've been going for about 20 almost 28 minutes i think i might have enough for an episode so um one more quick thing i wanted to hit on 
the MNRC is going to meet up on January 6th for our yearly meeting. So, if you want to see something happen, change, if you got an idea, whatever, you know, hey, bring it to us. PM me or Danny or PM whatever. Ooh, computer's glitching like crazy. I hope that doesn't do anything to the recording. Anyways, uh, yeah, PM one of the committee members. Um, Real quick, Jeff Ford retired from the committee. Whoops. The last race was uh, his last time on the committee. He served us well. He did a great job, and he's still going to be at the track pitting for Josh. So, yeah, just PM a committee member, PM whatever, and we'll talk about it in the meeting. So, for now, we'll do a more serious episode sometime soon, a longer episode, one that's not so abbreviated. And, you know, maybe I'll do more of these. Half hour out of my day before the kids come home, before I got to jump in the shower to go to the gym, whatever. This doesn't work out too bad. So, for next time... We've uh, ran out of talent. Hope to see you soon.